There are many ways people listen to Vision, including DAB Plus Digital Radio. If you're in Greater Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane and have a digital radio receiver in your car or home, you'll find Vision Christian Radio on the station list. If you're visiting one of these cities and hiring a car, there's a good chance it will have a DAB receiver and you'll be able to enjoy vision with exceptional sound quality while you drive around. If you don't already own a DAB receiver, you'll find many models, including clock radios at electronic retailers for under $100. To find out more about vision on digital radio and whether you're within the broadcast footprint, see vision.org.au slash DAB. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's turn our attention today to what happens when you might be on the lookout for a great Christian book. Because unbelievably, you might think that when you get a great Christian book, it's coming from a great Christian publisher. But when the publisher is perhaps bought out by a secular publishing company, you never know where the values lie in what they might see as appropriate material to be publishing to a Christian community. Well, Bill Muhlenberg has been writing about Edmunds, the publishing company, and going woke. Bill Muhlenberg, welcome back to 2020. Thanks again, Neil. Bill, not just Edmunds, but you've been now looking at all the big publishing companies and seeing what they believe and what they think is a good foundation for how they publish Christian books. Yeah, well, uh, we're talking here about the big American Christian book publishers, mainly evangelical uh, publishers, uh, being uh, American myself, of course, I grew up on these when I became a Christian, uh, so I became quite aware of the, the big ones here, uh, IVP, Crago, Baker, Zondervan, Erdman's. Uh, you know, there's quite a few, and uh, often in the past when I was teaching classes and telling students, all right, how do you determine if a good book, uh, how uh, or if a book is good? Uh, one of the things you can often tell is simply look at the publisher. Some Christian publishers have been pretty reliable and consistent, and uh, that can help. Sure, you look for other things. You want to know something about the author. Maybe look at the blurbs on the back of the book, see who's recommending the book, if a lot of people that you know are sound and solid as Christians are promoting a book, that's a good tip. So yeah, I I certainly have been aware of publishers, and I'm also aware that many, perhaps most over the years, have been bought out by larger secular firms. So that's always a worry if it's going to, you know, change the way they go. And uh, sadly, I was alerted just recently to one of the biggies, Erdman's, that, uh, well, is full on into celebrating what's happening, at least in America, Pride Month. June has been declared to be Homosexual Pride Month. Joe Biden and on down, everyone is pushing it big time. But I was quite shocked to learn that Erdman's, this really big Christian publisher, has got a whole... 
uh, spiel about it. If you go to the Erdman's website, you'll see how they're happily pushing Pride Month and encouraging people to get on board. Now, when we talk about Pride Month and issues around marriage, and just to remind listeners, the Christian view of marriage is always and won't ever change marriage between a man and a woman. So when there's a clash with the homosexual view of marriage, of course there's going to be challenging things there. But Bill, you have even dug a little deeper into issues around what a Christian publishing company might publish and uh, you're very familiar because we know you as a bit of a bookworm and a book collector and you've got great books on solid biblical Christian marriage and relationships but Edmonds hasn't published or don't deal with any of the books that you've been looking at that have a good foundation. Yeah, well, I assumed once I heard this about Erdman's going woke, going hopping fully onto the PC uh, bandwagon, I assumed, well, hopefully at least some of their earlier books were on side, and as homosexuality is something I've written a whole lot about, I've got about two and a half books myself. I wrote on the topic hundreds and hundreds of articles. So I do have a lengthy bibliography of all the good books, right? There'd be thousands of pro-homosexual books, secular and religious but I've listed about 150 of the best biblical-based books on homosexuality. So I had a quick look at my bibliography, hoping, you know, expecting to see some early Erdman's titles. I was quite shocked, actually. I went through all 150 titles. Not one, not one is from Erdman. So that, you know, I, I, I'd like to think I'm pretty much up on the best books on homosexuality from a biblical Christian point of view, and to see that Erdman's has never done one in its entire history. If they had, I would have known about it, included it on my list. That was quite shocking. They do have plenty, plenty of books that are, you know, pro-homosexual, the so-called gay Christian and all the rest. Uh, Erdman's has got plenty of titles they've published on this over the years, but instead of giving us a even-handed, you know, some pro, some con, it appears that in all of its history, Erdman's has never had uh, books critiquing homosexuality from uh, the biblical point of view. So they are jumping on board with the Pride Month, and I remind readers in my article, guess what? What God calls sin, we should never take pride in, ever. And uh, so for Erdman's, the Christian publisher, to take pride in this is just quite shocking. Some Christians will say, Bill, well, times are a-changing. Just get on board with the new way of talking about relationships and marriage and, you know, move on. But the Bible isn't changing. I wonder if you've got any thoughts here about what happens when... I mean, you can include uh, Christian publishing companies. You could even say what happens when the Christian bookstore goes woke. What happens mm. when your local church goes woke? Somehow or other, you've got to be able to draw a line in the sand and say, uh, so far, but no further. Yeah, well, quite right. And again, some of us who've been fighting these culture wars, I've been doing it here for 30 years plus in Australia. We've warned years ago, right? Decades ago. If you start 
really going down this path, affirming homosexuality, homosexual marriage, the whole trans agenda. Uh, you know, you are losing the right to call yourself a Christian, whatever, church, bookstore, publisher, denomination, if you start going down this road. And uh, sadly, we're seeing plenty that have been moving in this direction. Again, often the other side will talk about the need for love and compassion. In fact, if you go to the Erdman's website where it justifies its move to have a Pride Month, it says uh, we're simply fighting for those in the LGBTQ community to be seen and heard, um, which, well, as I wrote my article, that's that's almost laughable. I mean, to be seen and heard, I, I can't think of any other group in the entire West who is seen and heard more than the homosexual activists, the gay lobby. You know, they're everywhere. Uh, you cannot turn on the TV, open the newspaper, uh, even go to some Christian bookstores and publishers without seeing their agenda being pushed everywhere. So for Erdman's to say, oh, we're just trying to give them a voice, well, come on, who are you kidding? Who are really struggling today to have their voice heard would be, well, Biblical Christians in general were certainly being silenced in the public square, but take a more particular aspect of this, those who were deeply into the homosexual lifestyle and left by God's grace. I know many personally ex-homosexuals who are now Christians who've been set free, and you know many have gone on to marriage and family and so on. Uh, those are really the most invisible people we have today, not just in society, but obviously now at Erdman's. You will not find, as I said, one good book on this by Erdman's. You won't find any of the dozens of great books written by ex-homosexuals sharing their testimony. So I, I'm just so baffled by Erdman's and talking about, uh, oh, we have to help these poor people be seen and heard. Well, you're picking the wrong, wrong crowd here, and we should never again take pride in that which God calls sin. Do you think, Bill, even Christian publishing companies, uh, even Christian bookstores, even the Christian church, may even have a fear of being cancelled. As you know, there's often a pylon from the LGBT mm. activists. Uh, whenever anyone puts their head above the parapet and says something of truth from the Bible, is there a fear, do you think, that might be leading and guiding this sort of agenda that they might have? Oh, no question. That would be a big part of it. In fact, as we speak, on my desk, I've got a copy of a new book that was just sent to me, uh, Silencing the Lambs by Greg Bondar, Family Voice, one of your guests. Uh, it's all about cancel culture, and I see that I've got a chapter in there, as well as many other champions, Lyle Shouten, Mark Latham, a whole range of people, Fred Nile, Peter Barnes. And yeah, as we, as I and others in that book talk about, yeah, this whole cancel culture has got such a reign of terror going on that, yeah, plenty of Christians, plenty of churches, plenty of bookstores, they are afraid to speak out. They are afraid for the... Uh, 
the uh, fight back that they will face, for the hate and the anger and the bitterness they will get for speaking biblical truth. So, you know, whether that's the problem of Erdman's, uh, you know, they just want to be seen and loved by everybody. Presumably they would have homosexual staff at Erdman's if they're so hesitant to give any book uh, giving the biblical side of the story a run at their company. Uh, Yeah, fear can do a big thing, fear of criticism, fear of cancellation, fear of hatred. And the other side is pretty good at hatred. I'll tell you, I've experienced plenty in 30 years. So, yeah, it's all part of it. Instead of standing strong for Christ and Scripture and what is affirmed there, we cave in time after time just going with the world, whatever the latest agenda item is, that never ends well. So uh, at the very least, I'd encourage your listeners, you might want to have a look at my article on my website and get in touch with Erdman's. I've got a link there to Erdman's. You can write them if you feel so led and say, hey, why are you doing this? Why are you selling out your soul to please the world instead of pleasing Christ. And perhaps before voting with your feet or voting with your credit cards and being in that sense a protester against a particular publisher, as you say, Bill, there's an opportunity to connect with the publisher and say, this is what I expect as a customer of the sorts of books that you publish. Let me point people to the article that you've been talking about. Edmunds, that's double E-R-D-M-A-N-S. That's the name of the publishing company. And Woke Christian Publishers. You can find that at BillMuhlenberg.com or simply Google Culture Watch, one word. And uh, do get a hold of that book, The Silencing of the Lambs. Lots of contributors there, and it's all about woke cancel culture. You can Google that and find it online. Bill, thanks so much for your great update today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.